0: back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session where we help those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a mm-hmm. living. And we are live at a uh, wonderfully beautiful destination here in Rhode Island. We're at the Chair 5 Bistro Bar and Grill here down in I don't know what town we're in. What town is this? Narragansett? No. Narragansett. It is Narragansett. This is Narragansett. Right? Narragansett. You know, I'm so, not
1: from here and I know it's Narragansett. I
0: didn't know if we would crossed over into some other part of the state. You know, I've only lived mm-hmm. here 23 years, so it's taken me a while, but it is a large state. Yes, it is. <laughs> the largest in the union or is it not? The opposite. The opposite. Okay. okay. It's so the op- least
2: it's the least Largest, least largest. That's a so I just twister. lost
0: one word in there, and everything else, you know. So I've got Tom Stanfield, CEO, global overlord of of selling. Oh, overlord. Um, like and that. then, to- and Tom Hello is joined me. by Mark Lampson, who's our president. This is the first time we've had this group together in a while, so I'm uh, mm. I'm excited about the topic. We're really going to talk about the selling process and sort of do's and don'ts and things that happen, and we're going to get into that. But first, we start every one of our episodes of Ails with Aslan with. A little drinky. Something frosty
1: and cold. You, you want another
0: one? <laughs> I just want drinky? one. You know what? <laughs> I just want one. I'm parched. <laughs>
2: uh, so
0: who's going to go first? What me, do we got, Tom? Me.
2: I'm going first. All right, you go because first. Because let's be clear. This is this is really what I'm after. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip my introduction. It's a yeah. Sam Adams Cold Snap. It white is. ale. It's really good. And yeah. I am dying because it's starting to get warm, I think. Is it? We have one of these like cheap bottle openers here. I don't know how to use this it's thing. It's a little problem. Oh, oh excuse just Stole that me. right into the laptop.
0: Yeah. Oh, that sounds
2: good. Mm. Yeah, and I know how it tastes because I've had plenty. So you, you've had that before. Yeah, I'm going to skip the uh, description.
0: But it's it's a local brew. Mm. We're happy to have those guys. Can I go next, please? Can I,
2: go?
1: Please uh, do. I <sighs> am drinking a working class hero. Well, you are one. Working. <laughs> 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 uh, this is a. And this seems like an odd combination of words. American sassoon American sassoon. saison, Saison. 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 American Saison. So it's like French. American Le Jour Louis I mean, it's like... A, I don't know what that I means. I was American in French. Uh, this is an ale with a citrus peel. Of course. I think that's what it is. I'm curious. Uh, ABV on this. Is four and a half percent, so I should be able to make it through the podcast. And this is from uh, Cambridge, so I I'd probably be a little bit more intelligent. As yeah, I drink I'm gonna the... hope
0: you're gonna share some of that. That mm-hmm. sounds really
1: That's good.
2: It's 7:05 p.m. local time, and we haven't had anything to eat since lunch, oh so uh, we need to keep this all moving. Right. Okay, all right, let's see. Mm. I'm gonna there?
0: break out. I mean, I am going back of the rack, cue the music. <laughs>
2: Oh now I don't I want to give rights to Steve Winwood for that. Absolutely. Okay, and listening. we didn't mean any harm. No.
0: We Steve, are just Steve we, we will put you on the podcast. Buy that's his it. album. I don't know. That's what, a promise. Buy, buy his all his albums. Yeah. Is he still alive? Go see him in concert. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I love <laughs> <laughs> if you see him in concert and he's not alive, <laughs> woo! That, that's awesome. Yeah, I can go to that concert. Alright. So yeah. uh, I'm gonna give you know by the way, I love the beginning of one of his songs. Just, <laughs> just a plug. Miller High Life is yeah. awesome. And yeah. by the way, it's in these little pony bottles. So, I mean, you can have a hundred of those and not feel it. No, mm-hmm. but I drink think, responsible. I think that's a pony cake. <laughs> <But> drink responsible. <laughs> All right. Wow. We're off the rails early today. All right. So this is great. So, so let's talk about the selling process. Um, hey, why do we need one? What is it? Someone describe for me what a sales process is.
2: Uh, it's something you put in Salesforce and just don't follow it, I think. You just kind of put the jobs and the descriptions. And... Sounds like you're speaking of something personal. No. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think to talk about a sales process, we talk about, I think, why we're talking about it, which is what problems are out there yeah. with sales processes or uh, what's going on. And, and so if you're listening uh, beyond some beer recommendations, you should continue to listen if you have a couple things happen. Okay. If you have deals stall, yeah, or you lose deals that you should win, like you know those deals, like you go in, you, you have can a good it. discovery, you're lined up, you have a good match, it's qualified, you have the right, you're like God, I'm going to win this thing, and then somewhere you get that letter that like, hey, thanks, but we're going another direction, another direction, like what, what happened, and and then the other thing is deal stall, yeah, you get you get some traction, and they say we'll get back to you, and it just stalls, they go cold, and like you just never talked to them again. So so that's a problem, uh, because you either don't have a process or you have the wrong process or you're missing pieces of your process, which we'll talk about.
1: You know, and it it could be just as simply as I was working with a client recently, uh, large, large uh, insurance brokerage company. And I was talking to the reps about, we were doing some prospecting training. And I would say to them, you got the first meeting with the decision maker, what do you do next? Like, it's early in the problem. Mm. What do you do next? And yeah. there was really blank stares. Well, we just follow up and we, you know. Hope. Hope and <laughs> call them again and we send them stuff. But it wasn't. They touch, they touch base. They touch some base. I, I think I did hear some touch base in there. But there, it wasn't like it a clear. Like
0: rap song y- or something.
1: Yeah. It, they weren't leaving the meeting with like, here's <laughs> the steps that you need to go through to ultimately, that's going to help you make the best decision. And so I think it's. It, it clarity around this just helps to as Mark said, it's it's clear about what to
0: do
2: next. You yeah. always know what to do next. What's the recipe? Yeah, right? what's the what, recipe? Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So I think that's the that's the problems we're solving. Deal stall. We lose deals we should win and or we don't know what to do next, or some combination of all three. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So so Tom, let's get a little more into the purpose. So we've sort of described it as a recipe, it's the next steps, it's it's a it's a way to move yourself from A to Z. Yeah. But what's, you know, what additional purpose is there to a sales process? Yeah, I think that's the
1: place to start yeah. is to rethink the purpose. I think what most people look at a sales process is like, here's the stage that I think it's in based mm-hmm. on where I am in my process. You know, like I qualify, then I do a demo or I do a proposal and then I close. So it just kind of helps me know chronologically. And I think, I think that's a... Um, I think that's a mistake. I think that the process should be, and what will ensure traction in the deal that install. Process should be built around how do you help the customer make the best decision related to your yeah. solution. We're not that,
0: robots here, right? Yeah, that's the well. The think same. about it. The, the customer
1: <clears throat> may have bought your solution once, twice yeah. at most. Yeah. Maybe most. I don't know what percentage of time it, it changes by industry. They may have never bought your solution. Right. So. So they don't really know what's the best process to, 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 to evaluate determine point. so if you can if you can rethink it and say well what is the stages that a customer should go through to determine how to evaluate risk, what the need is and ultimately make the best of solution um, that's what your process should do yeah it also should secondly it should differentiate your solution yeah so and i've heard i heard somebody say this one time years and years ago and i love it and i would like to give them credit but i don't remember who said it. it said don't sell your solution sell your process <laughs> mm-hmm. in other words if you can break it down in little steps that will help the decision makers experience the benefit of your solution you're going to win so if you just kind of can break it down and sell each one of those steps and as they go through that customer-centric process they also see your solutions best and unique that's the re- that's the secret recipe hmm.
0: yeah okay so i mean i get it it sounds like we're not just selling products we're selling our process this this entirety of the relationship that the client has with the sales rep this is where that trusted advisor status starts to yes, come in right that exactly. we talk about all the time and you're, you're not just a sales rep, you're something higher because you're educating them right. and helping them come to some conclusions and, and getting them sort mm-hmm. of into their own process.
1: It, and it's funny, I just went through this, I just thought of this, I went through, yeah. went through this process now, building a house. I have never built a house. So as I was talking to architects and talking to builders the people I ended up choosing were the people that explained to me what I need to be doing to figure this out. They weren't spending their time saying, well, I'd like to do a proposal, I'd like to qualify you, yeah. I'd like to. They were like, here's what you need to do when you build a house, here's the thing you need to be thinking about, here's the steps that you should are Some architects I would talk to, they would say, well, you know, let me, let me show you all my plans versus the ones that said, let me break this down for you and show you what you should be thinking. Those are the people I chose.
0: They're educating you. Yeah, yeah
1: they're, they're educating helping. me. They're helping
0: me. Yeah, well that makes a ton of sense.
2: Well, and you know, we, we talk about receptivity all the time. We talk right. about the problem today in selling is that there's so much information out there. And the seller's job used to be to give you information, help you learn what products are available, how they compare, what the pricing is, how to design them. And we can do a lot of that stuff by ourselves today and so therefore our role as a seller has changed it's not about giving the information it's about exactly this process it's about helping them navigate and make a good decision yeah that's the value of a salesperson today is to help a customer figure out how to make a decision to buy the product or service you're selling. And that's very different. The people
0: are the differentiators. Yeah. There's too and, much available everywhere else. And right?
2: just to clarify, Tom, you're actually not building the house yourself. You're no, having th- someone build it. I appreciate that Thank you, you. When you, yeah, say, yeah when I did. You said, did I say, say? When you said say, I'm building the house, I, that's if not If I wasn't clear, true. I had to hire Perfect. a builder Thank you.
1: and an architect. I mean, I, I'm, I do draw.
2: Yeah. I think you have other skills I, as I draw. As well. Yeah. But I, I needed an architect. Be. You use the house. You're going to I use the use house. I will use the
0: house. You'll live in the house. I will use the house, yeah. You just mm-hmm. aren't going to build the house. Well, so if that's what a process looks like, and that's the purpose of a process, where do people miss? Like, what, what? where do we fall flat? Where do Where do sales reps kind of come apart when it comes to using a process, following a process, so on and so forth? Well,
1: I think the the... Uh, you know we talked about the philosophy being helping the customer Mm. Mm -hmm. right make the best decision i think the first thing that's missing is what are those steps yeah like how do you break it down to this is the steps that a customer should go through to evaluate your solution yeah so just break that down and be very customer focused as you think about it like you know there are specific steps they need to go through like in our world one of the things that companies need to do is allow us to do an assessment of their organization to figure out what content they have in place. We sell, if you don't know, a training solution. Uh, we sell training for reps, we sell training for leaders, but they have content in place. There's different skill sets, there's That's different right. people. Yeah. There's de- so for us, for us to determine what do you need, we don't wanna make a presentation and say, here's our stuff. We need to do an assessment to figure out what currently is the, the, the competency level and what do they currently have, etc. What's the appetite for change? Well, all that happens in our assessment process. So then we can say, based on what your, your specific organization, now we're gonna make a recommendation and then we're gonna build exactly what you need. And by the way, you also need to meet the people that you're gonna work with because 50% of the success of, a pro, of, a, of an initiative like ours is based on who you work with. Yeah. You need to meet those people. So all of it's based on what they need to do to figure out which organization to hire. So, or even if they need to hire an organization. So that's, we've broken those steps down so that exactly we could help
2: them. And uh, just to to kind of say something specific, I've been in organizations where they've talked about the customer's buying process. Well, the customer has a buying process and talks about, you know, evaluation and procurement Mm -hmm. and negotiation, et cetera and i think it's it's great to respect and understand a customer's buying process and to allow them and, and so sort of tap into that but i think what would be a disservice here is to just blindly follow that right yeah. and so we're saying it's about helping them it's matching up to that but what's missing is we're not we're not doing what's best for them to get to buy your product and mm-hmm. service
0: well, we, we would be um, not following our role as a, as a trusted advisor if we don't. We, it's almost our responsibility if we take it that far for us to help educate them like your contractors are. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's an, that's an important distinction.
1: I think also important is it's one thing to define the stage, but to get really specific about the payoff yeah. for the customer yeah. for each one of those steps.
0: What's in and it for them?
1: What's in it for them. So like when I talked about our assessment, I need to detail to them, here is the payoff and the benefit. If you allow us to come on site, here are the four things that you're going to receive and here's the value to you because we're, we're investing this time. Yeah. And so the better I can articulate, not my payoff, not my. But what's their payoff for walking through this process? They're going to agree to it. Yeah, it's going to make sense to them. It's going to be like, well. Comment so you're going to do that for me because I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. The the, the challenge you, why we'll is why would I not people, do that? People people like well, I want to do this. Well, why? I don't know because well, my manager said I should yeah. do that.
2: That's the process. Yeah. Well, what you know uh, I I can say this for sure. One hundred percent of the sales processes. Is that the right word? Processes. I, processes. I think I so. Yeah, I've seen at, at at clients I've worked with at first have well, how it benefits us or the company or the sales rep, and never have I seen here's what the customer gets out of the step, right? And 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 it's important. We we talk about we we'll use the term other centered offer. I mean that's where in every podcast and we do, and that's yeah. what it's about. It's yeah. about Tom. You mentioned selling our process, mm-hmm. selling your process, not your product. It's about. Whether or not you buy from us, whether or not you decide to do business with us by making the investment of time and energy to, to make this next step along with us, you're going to learn something, you're going to benefit, you're going to get something of value, whether it's, you know, Tom, you mentioned some of our steps, we say, you know, I would like to review our content with you. And, and that's the best way for you to see what you have and what we have and compare it and see if this is even worthwhile. And, and if nothing else, you'll, you'll feel good about what you have, or you'll feel that you have some gaps. But what I don't want to say, and what I don't want to do, and what's not part of our process, or or not part of the the payoff, is you're going to see how good our stuff is. I mean, I know there's a, always a there's, you want to have a confidence, but it, it's our job is to help you navigate those stages, and and gain something along the way, and just it just come along. I think you said something
1: that's really important, Mark, and I don't want anybody to miss this. I think you should articulate. That, that exact point to the customer that you should say, whether you work with me, 100%. whether you work with somebody else, or that. whether this is the steps that every person should follow. You should say that with such authority. This is the best way to evaluate the solution. doesn't matter who you work with. This is truth. If you want to make the best decision, you're about to invest. I don't know it depends on what you sell, but sometimes people are selling things that you invest a million dollars. Some people, they're going to lose their job. Mm-hmm. or they will lose their job if they make a bad decision. Here, yeah, right? Like this can be a big deal. Like y- you need to know that we've done this hundreds of times. Yeah. and so and if you haven't, your organization has but this is the, this is the steps that you go through to, to evaluate. So whether you work with me or work knowing, you should follow these stuff. Yeah, we and do, do
0: this every day. You do this once in a lifetime, yeah, once right. a year, whatever it is. It's not as often as we do. Yeah.
2: And to be clear, those of you Aslanites, so to speak, who have heard of drop the rope and it's about communicating freedom to choose, it's important. But we don't want to communicate. Uh, what's the right word? We don't care, or it doesn't matter what you do. Right. Right. Well, I'd like you to do business when you're when it's a qualified account and there's a match. You say, I I, I want to do business with you. I want I want your business, and I hope you do. But but I want to be clear. I, I'm gonna. You're gonna make the decision, and my job is to help. Just give you these benefits, and you can yeah. decide. So I care, but yeah. it's your decision. That's the the mindset to trust the device. And it, is. it it is a mindset. It's it's a it's a heart thing. The words are not as important as the motive. Your motive is transparent.
0: Yep. Yep. And I know there's one more piece here because this is there's there's you know, in the process, there's also gates. So let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about what these look like um, and, and keep us either from the next step or, or, you know, from, we always say, always be closing. You're always closing for whatever next step. What t- Talk to me about the gates.
2: So, you know, as, as this is something that's near and dear to my heart uh, because uh, I manage our sales team and yeah. I also manage our budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs>
0: Why are you giggling when you. Well, <laughs> well,
2: because I'm looking at a couple of offenders right here. <laughs> What?
1: Uh, what? Why? 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 Because we have a nice hotel room at the shit the Break Hotel, Chair Five. Um,
2: <laughs> because I don't want people hopping on airplanes to go for meetings; they're a waste of time, mm-hmm. both of theirs and the customers. And so, uh, it's important that the process you design, you build, you improve, has what we would call gates. There, there are things that you have to have in order to move to the next step, and I'll give you a specific example. One of the gates we have to move from, you know, an assessment or to move from sort of a, a, a you know a, a review on a phone to come on site is that the decision maker is going to be available, yeah. and in our session, in our presentation, yeah. an hour and a half, two, two and a half hours, whatever it is. And so, if the person you know that we're talking to, the evaluator says, well, they're not available, but but come on site anyway, right? This is what a salesperson wants to hear. Hey, come on site for a meeting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's awesome. I got an on-site meeting. And you go there and the decision maker is not there and you present to people who are evaluators and they say that all sounds good and then and then the deal stalls or yeah. the deal that you thought you were going to win loses. Yeah. Because the decision maker had another idea. They go to the decision maker's office and he or she says, "Ask these three questions and they can't answer it." And so it, you're you're out. You're out of the loop. And so and it doesn't help The decision maker, this is the other centered piece. Mm. Them not being in the room. It's not about you winning or losing. It's about they can't figure out why they should consider you or what's different about you. And maybe you're the bad choice, but maybe you're a good choice. They have no idea and they're making an uninformed decision. You also
1: think about how many times we've all been in a situation in sales where the people that are driving the evaluation process get it and they yeah. know they, they're they like we need to invest this much money yeah. to make this work but the decision maker's like you guys go figure it out and let me know what to do and then when they figure it out and they bring it back to the decision makers, they're like yeah I don't want to spend that much money and they're like really involved and they, kept, they cut the budget and ultimately it doesn't turn out to be successful, well, it's because the decision maker was never involved. And your job in your role, our job in our role is we're good at articulating and communicating the value of what we sell. Other people selling your stuff doesn't work. And so anytime someone else has to sell your solution, they're going to fail and we're going to fail. And so we've got to somehow communicate in a very other-centered way why it's in their best interest to be there, so.
0: Well, and we've talked about pedigree before, right? Like flaunt your pedigree. Like this is what you do, this yeah. is where you're an expert. And when you position it in another centered way, it doesn't come across as arrogant. No. It mm-hmm. comes across as, I've seen this many times. I've talked to clients every day. If we don't go through these steps and and have the right decision makers in the room, these fail more often than not. And do you want it to fail? No, neither one of us want this to fail. We, neither Nobody wants to waste time, mm-hmm. Yeah. right?
1: And, and again, the- you're positioning this as what they need to do regardless of choosing you. Yeah. This is not about do this so I can win. This is about all this, obviously, you want to win. Right. But this is about <laughs> if you want to solve this problem, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's important, Scott, that there's that, probably people <clears throat> listening to this thinking, well, how do I know what the process the customer should go through to involve the solution? I may, I may have only been doing this for a year or two or right. I don't have that information or maybe I'm doing ten years and you don't know. Uh, I would just challenge you to go talk to other people who do.
2: Yeah. Well and and, and so whether they're... it's
1: customers or people inside your organization or just change the way you think about it. But there is a roadmap. There is a there are best practices that are in
2: place and a best way to do this. So just figure it out. Yeah, the, the the takeaway here is to have a gate to say, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't go forward until I pass these 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 pieces or I have these criteria settled. And in in this particular case, I mean, I'll, I'll it means it means you don't take the next step of the process, even if you're invited to come on site, unless in our case the decision maker is there. And and I'll, I'll give you a story. I remember a healthcare company a few years ago. That was going through, you know, we run a long list, we did an RFI, then we got down to a short list, and we have three and we're we're inviting everybody in for the presentation. Unfortunately, our salesperson said, Well, you know, is the so and so gonna be there? And they said, No, we're just doing this and we'll present it to him or her. And that's a gate. And we and we said, Well, you know, based on us doing that for years, et cetera, this yeah. is what happens. And and they said, That's a really good idea. And then they said, But we're going to have to do the same thing for the other vendors. And we said, absolutely, positively, you should, please. We'd encourage you to do that. And that's the right thing. We won. We won the deal because, so so it's not about like, it's about helping them win and this is the way you should do this process. The last thing I'll say here about the gates is on this particular deal, because we brought it up, I don't know how we landed on this one as an example, but anybody been on a sales call where the DM is gonna be there and you fly to Dallas, for example, and you walk in, and they say, "Oh, they had an emergency meeting and they can't make it, so we'll just take notes and tell him or her." i what do you do?
1: Worse, they're there for five minutes and then they leave. Yeah, because they got like, called out for something. Sounds like a personal problem. But maybe in any maybe event, that, maybe it was me. Uh, the deodorant was malfunctioning. Uh, I, mean, I don't appreciate something. you guys told me under the bus on this
2: podcast. <laughs> uh, so what
0: so, do you do there?
2: You do. I mean, do you, you. So you, you have it. to do you, it, you, it right? You, right? Just, just. I know this is probably obvious, but since we brought it up, yeah, you present, you don't say, well, they said you're, you, 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 there's nothing you're going to fire do up the jet, we're leaving positive, right? <laughs> yeah. So what you do is you continue with the presentation and you make those people followers. You say, hey, they're excited and we're excited. And yeah. then, and then before you leave, you can say, now, you know, we know it's not about, hey, you said he'd be here and he's not, that's, that's not what we're after, but it's about back to the process. you know." This is the, this, I know this is not going to suffice, so we need to in this room talk about how do we get the decision maker to go through this, and you know, that might mean another trip, who knows? But mm. yeah, I think, I think that's a don't depart from the process. I think
1: that that's a good point about the process. When you define your process, there is some stages early on where you need to, where you're not going to have access yeah. most of the time to the decision maker early that's right. on, that's right. And so, some of those early stages is to help the evaluator determine. What you offer, right, and how you potentially can help them, so that you can—they have the credibility, yeah—and they're bought in, and they become followers, as Mark said, so that they're going to then promote the process. So you, you need to build time in to build um, credibility with
2: with with the evaluator. Um, I have another uh, gate. You do, yeah. I uh, I don't finish a podcast if my beer is finished up. Uh, but Who, I. I who's, what who's, is this? Whose fault is that? What is this little thing that you brought over here? I
0: brought you a little pony, a little pony uh, additional. Sorry. I, I won't name it because it's a different beer. Yeah, well, okay. Sorry, and they, they're not part of the sponsorship of this particular podcast. All right, let's bring this home. So so yeah. in terms of, 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 you know, why customers would follow this, let's just kind of summarize or bring this back. Um, why would they follow a process? Don't they have their own process? I mean, let's, let's talk about sort of, you
2: know, Like how does the summary? Yeah, yeah. please. Yeah, first step. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, The first. The first step is as the seller, your job is to lead this process. It is. So you're the expert. Uh, You've done this, and and you're the expert because you've done this. And and I've said these words, like you know, we sell sales training, so we say buying sales training is a big decision. It's complex. You know, I've done that. Hundreds of times, and you've done it. You know your organization yeah. has done it once or twice in the past ten years. Yeah. And so would it, you know, would it be okay if I I shared with you what's what people have typically done to make these decisions and just follow that process? Yeah. But it's your job to 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 lead, and and they're going to have a process. In some places, though, they won't be totally aligned, and and that's that's I and mean, that's what you're paid to do is to figure out how to t- kind of keep them on the rails.
1: And I think it's important. I think it's important to um, point out because I, I, we we're all in these situations. They're going to be leading because they're reaching out to you. Yeah. So you know they're they're going to say, "Hey, we're looking for this." Maybe you initiated the relationship. But either way, they're going to say this is what we're trying to do, and so they're going to be in the driver's seat. Hmm. So it needs to be very intentional that you're going to ask them to move from the driver's seat right to the passenger seat. Yeah. So like if you yeah. follow, yeah. if you follow the normal course, they're going to say, "Well, this is what we're doing, and this is what we're planning on doing." And so you really almost have to say most of the time, "Timeout. Yeah. Do you mind if I share with you the process that we've laid out because we've been doing this for 25 years? Yeah. Our organization is doing it for 20. Whatever it is, we've done this." Thousands of times, hundreds of times, whatever makes sense, whatever's true, and let me share with you. So I think it's really important that we've got to embrace the idea that we're going to have to go through that step because if you don't, they're just going to say, this is what we plan to do, and everybody's so excited about trying trying to win the deal. We're so excited. We're going, yes, thanks, we're moving, but then you're going to lose or you're going to stall. Plus you're not being other centered. If they're following was... a bad process, you need to call timeout. It's now, if your they, lay out, if yeah. they lay out the perfect process and they say this is how we're gonna do it and you go, okay, you guys got it. Well then then go and great. How often have and then you seen compliment that? them and say, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And plus, by the way. No one does this, right? Right, and I, I'm obviously overstating it. But if you're the person that says, "Here's an other-centered way to think about how to evaluate the solution," and this is the, and you've laid this other-centered steps out, and you can communicate why well, all those steps are what the customer should do, and why it's in their best <laughs> interest to do that. No one does that. You immediately from the beginning separate yourself from the pack.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, the, the, the people are the differenti- differentiator between all these different solutions and products that they're selling. Yeah, don't be
2: overexcited about the customer asking you to do something. Yeah. Right, oh, my God, they asked me to do something. I'll just do whatever, you know, yeah. anything. But it's just, if it's down the wrong path, you're, you're going to lose or stall or, yeah. or something
0: else. Or, yeah, worst place is, uh, worst case is waste time. Uh, and I think the
1: key to being able to do this is to be able to articulate the consequences yeah. for, for skipping a step. Yeah. Like if you can articulate the consequences either for what they're planning to do or the steps. So I, I was talking to a large global company, like, I, know, I guess it was three years ago, and we were very excited about this opportunity, very large opportunity for Aslan. I got involved in the deal late in the opera, you know down the path we, we were invited in late you know it was like the whole rfp comes out they reach out to us it's late and so i get involved i have a conversation with the decision maker and they say we're going to go through this proposal and we want you to respond and we're going to send you this rfp i didn't say that right but they respond to this rfp send us a proposal and i said well then what are you going to do next and they said well then we're just going to make a decision yeah In other words, we're not gonna meet with any company. We're gonna make the decision based off this piece of paper. And I said, time out. I said, choose us, don't choose us, but just let me be real candid. You cannot evaluate a firm by this piece of paper yeah. 50% of the success of this project is going to be based on who you work with we're going to be in front of all of your leadership all your trainer all your reps they said if they whoever you work with if they cannot deliver this with the credibility they need to and they don't have the skills to do that and you don't know them and they got a customer I went through all this list for them and they said oh that's a really good point I guess we'll have a presentation mm. I said well then we will participate yeah because if they would have said no to that then yeah. I would have said
2: no to so it is okay to say no
1: yeah it is okay to say no
2: yeah and i've i've well i'll give you an example i'll give you an example uh at home okay yeah yeah uh i have my home and and we have another little like apartment where uh that we rent out and so uh, in for whatever reason over the past couple of years i've had two driveways done whatever you call an asphalt driveway it's not poured, poured Two driveways so redone. So did you do them, or you had other that's people? That's a good point. I did hire someone to do that. Okay, yes. okay. Yep. So thank, you cur- wow. kind of, well, yeah, thank you very much. Wow. Thank you. Curious. But I have built stuff. Maybe you are <laughs> building a house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that we've defined yeah, terms. Yeah. yeah. And he so, did. He built
0: a house, so that's why he's bringing me. And
2: that's so right. I called up a firm. Uh, I called up one of the contractors and said, "Would you come look at my driveway, or whatever?" And he says i'll yeah i said can you come today because i'm really trying to get something done he says he says he says i like to try to come when it's when it's raining out i'm like well why he's like because he says even though we use a transit and we get the elevation of the driveway there's other things unique to every yard (laughs) where the trees and this and that and it creates more water different places than we just can't see unless it actually rains so he says it will take longer he says we're going to come where it's raining a couple times i'm like okay well, okay, I'll keep that in mind. I'm like, you know, what does he know? He's only done driveways for 30 years, and look at me. Uh, so I called somebody else. He came out, and he and he gave me a quote. I said, that sounds good. Do the driveway. And in a week, boom, I had a driveway. Guess what happened the first time it rains? Sinkhole. I have a huge puddle. I have a huge puddle. I got a big problem. Oh, well, you know, the, he said, well, the tree here leaves a lot of more water. It runs this huge evergreen. and It all runs off. There's a big puddle. He's like, it doesn't quite keep up, and... You know, well, we did it, to. It's, just, it's a problem. Yeah. A couple I'm, years later, a couple years later, this was a couple years ago. A couple years later, I had my own driveway done. Unfortunately, that was at the apartments. At, at my own driveway, guess what I did? You called the other guy. I called the other guy. And he says, yeah, yeah, Greg, Come out when it rains. And he looked. and said, boom, boom, boom. Did the driveway. I don't know what he did. Guess what? Zero problems. No puddles. That's a great example. Yeah,
1: this, I was thinking as we were preparing this podcast, we, I was on the other side of the table and I was a customer, and we had these marketing agencies that we were, we were interviewing, and our head of marketing at the time, this was before you, Scott, mm. uh, had been working and talked to one of the marketing agencies for months. But he invited two other marketing agencies to make presentations to our leadership team. So one, one company we knew really well, and the other two we'd never met before, and they were all given an hour to make their presentation over the phone never met with us oh boy didn't know who, what our decision drivers were and it was over the phone and i remember thinking to that to one of the marketing firms it actually sounded okay i was like they never had a chance but they just followed the, customer's How they? the customer said the yeah. customer said i want you to make a 1 hour presentation to a bunch of people you don't know over the phone and they said yes what they should have said was no Unless yeah, unless I can you yeah. Know, in other words, said, "Look, for you to evaluate our firm, yeah. you cannot evaluate our firm on a on a on a call yeah. in forty five minutes because they're you know by the time you start late and whatever they made forty five minutes. So, I think it, it's important if you know if you know that there's skips that they're stepping, you need to be comfortable saying yeah. no.
0: Yeah, and tell them why. Yeah. Yeah." Yeah, what a great what a great uh, discussion. So you know, been talking about sales process and its relevance and and how it's uh, so important to, to follow it. But really, most importantly, you are the expert, and uh, make sure you uh, are the, <laughs> the 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 uh, <laughs> the most uh, the most important person on the call is you, uh, uh, besides the customer, of course. So what a great uh, what a great topic. Another great week on Ales with Aslan. Make sure you drop a comment down below. Make sure you keep filling us with good ideas for future podcasts. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Mark. And uh, we'll see you next week on another episode of Ales with Aslan. Enjoy the beer.